Are you ready? Stand by. Welcome to the Three Gun Show, your source for technique, strategy, and match recon. Brought to you by Armalite Rifles, LAG Tactical, and Breda Shotguns. I'm your host, Dave Hartman. In this podcast, Adam Maxwell is on to tell us a match story of incredible sportsmanship featuring one of the hottest shooters in the game. This podcast is brought to you by Breda USA, Italian shotguns that are the best in the world. And this is a shotgun tech tip from Team Breda. Hey, this is Dave Harper from the Three Gun Show with Sean Burroughs from Team Breda, and Sean has a tech tip for us today. Sean, what do you got? Uh, today I want to tell you uh, about cleaning the bore of your shotgun. These are smooth bore guns, and unlike the other cartridges we discharge in Three Gun, shotgun shells are plastic, and what we want to do is make sure melted plastic comes out. So um, go get a 12-gauge size steel brush, put it on your cleaning tube, and then put it on a drill. Put some cleaning solution in here and actually use your drill to um, get it out. It won't hurt your barrel, and obviously there's no rifling to mess up, and uh, it'll keep your gun clean and keep your patterns nice and patterny. <laughs> All right, there's your tech tip from uh, Sean Burroughs from Team Breda. Check out Breda's B12i three-gun ready inertia-driven shotgun at BredaUSA.com. That's B-R-E-D-A. This podcast is brought to you by LAG Tactical. I've been using LAG gear for three years now, and I just got an upgrade into their new for 2018 MCS mag pouches. MCS stands for Modular Carry System and is a two-piece design that fits most double-stack 9 and 40 mags and most AR mags. That means I can loan gear to someone in need on the range, even if we're shooting different guns. I've been using these pouches for many matches now, and they've been great. I like that you can choose the retention based on what is required by the stage, speed demon or locked in tight. I've been shooting the low cut supernova holster as well, and it has been a dream. They make it in a mid and high cut too if you're into that, but I'm digging the low cut. Super fast draws and plenty of retention when you need it. Check them out, lagtactical.com and use code 3GS in all caps to save yourself 10% when placing an order. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Gun Show podcast this week. Man, I've been busier than heck over here working on a ton of cool projects and uh, and partnerships that, it, that are going to benefit you, the listener. So thank you for tuning in. Always great to have you. So much great stuff happening behind the scenes. You'll hear about it soon enough. But first, you may remember back in episode 171, I interviewed Mark Passamanic about the, uh, the Aguila Cup. If you don't quite remember, go back and check out uh, that episode for details, but basically the cup is a match put on by Aguila, which is an ammunition manufacturer. It has been run for a few years now in South America and uh, it was very successful. So they wanted to bring the match to a broader audience in the United States and uh, they're doing that this year. So the match consists of full sporting clays competition as well as a rimfire match and a three gun match. Uh, strategic match design was recently contracted to run the three gun match, uh, which consists of three stages using all three guns. Plus, uh, Keith Garcia is going to be there and putting on a shotgun clinic, which is uh, pretty dang cool. Uh, now here's the cool thing that I think a lot of you will be interested in. There's a $5,000 triple threat prize that Brownells is putting up for the highest cumulative score in the disciplines of three gun rimfire and uh, Sporting Clay's five stand. Uh, this is pretty interesting because, you know, we three gunners like to think that we're 
the most well-rounded shooters out there. So I'm curious to see if one of us can pull it off. Uh, if you're interested in checking summer all of it out, the match is June 14th through the 17th in Decatur, Texas, which is uh, north of Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, Rimfire and three-gun matches are only 60 bucks a piece. And if you want to kick it in for the triple threat, it looks like the fee for five stand is $149, uh, which includes loaner gun and ammunition. And they're going to be shooting those uh, one and three quarter inch mini shells, which is kind of cool. So that adds a unique perspective to it as well. I'll have a link in the show notes at threegunshow.com slash episode 189, or you can just Google search Aguila Cup, and it is the first result that comes up. Now on to the show. There are always those cool stories from the range that we hear, and uh, and I thought it would be fun to record a bunch of them to share with the audience. And this is uh, this is one of those you heard one of those another one of those a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's been kind of fun to hear people's uh, fun stories from the range. So this was recorded right after I fired my last shot at the Vortex Shooter Source Three Gun Championship. Adam Maxwell and I grabbed the podcast gear, went over on the porch and set up. So he's going to tell us an incredible tale of exceptional sportsmanship from Scott Green that took place at the Lucas Oil Shotgun Championship finale. If you like this type of format, be sure to let me know what you think of it uh, on the Three Gun Show blog. Now, enjoy this one time at a match with Adam Maxwell. Adam. Dave. Tell me a story. Story? Like story. Like any story? Tell me a story. Does it have to be like a story with heroes and villains? (laughs) Or... Would maybe a story of stellar sportsmanship suffice? Ooh, I would like to hear a story of stellar sportsmanship. Let me tell you a story about our buddy, Scott Green. Scott Green. Scott Green. He's so hot right now. I know. He is burning up Love the that guy. USPSA Multigun Nationals from what I hear. Is that right? Yeah. Good. Good he's, for Scott. He's in the running. And uh, Scott is shooting open, I guess? Yes. Only shoot open? Yeah. I don't know if he's only shoot open. I think he's kind of, I think he's kind of like me. He just does whatever he wants. Scott is like a <laughs> hashtag sometimes shoot open. Yeah, he's not slide ride or die. I know that. <laughs> slide ride or die is my new favorite hashtag. By the way. <laughs> okay. In, in this world of hashtags, slide ride or die is one of the better ones. So tell me about this story, Adam. All right. So there we were, right? And uh, Timmy fell down the well. <laughs> oh no! Actually, we were in Missouri. At the the uh, the Lucas Ranch mm-hmm. for the for the Lucas Oil uh, Shotgun Ipsic Series finale. Right. So this is a this is a shotgun match that was put on by Lucas Oil, and part of the goal was to prepare the Americans that are going to the World Shoot in France. Yes. To shoot that match, right? Yep. To get them some practice matches in. Yep. So Lucas Oil got on board with the. Uh, with the shotgun series, put up a cash prize uh, to draw some folks out, and uh, and this was this was the finale at the at the Lucas Ranch, and um, one of the stages there they had was what I don't I call it like a baseball diamond stage, uh-huh. where um, they they set up like four shooting boxes in kind of like a diamond pattern. Oh yeah, okay. And you got to run to all yeah, the like boxes, bases you know? like first, second, third, yeah, base, home base, yeah. And Home so, plate. so there's three plate racks. There's one plate rack at each, at each box, and then there's four clays. Like, way the freak out there. They were, they're were like 35 yards. It was it was a long bomb clay. Um, but you know we're we're running through this thing, and um, you're looking at like 
most guys are running like IC or not IC, but like improved modified or full chokes to knock, oh, really? these, knock these plate racks over. One of them was at like 19 yards. <coughs> okay. So like an Ipsic plate rack at 19 yards with a shotgun. So it seems pretty far. Yeah, it's uh, it takes some influence. Well, because they're leaning forward, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay, my my reference is like knockdowns. Right. And those things are like ready to be knocked down usually. Right. Yeah. These these are leaning forward, you know, on that f- maybe five degrees into, right. the, into the bolt. So they need some influence to knock over. Right. But uh, you know, I mean, open they're they're running the uh, the shells with the extra mustard, right? Yeah. And and so. Scott goes flying through this stage, wham, 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 knocks him all over, but then he gets to a box where he's closer. You know, this is, he was more like 15 yards now. Mm-hmm. And he starts nailing down plates, and some of them start bouncing up and down. Oh, really? Yeah, and they, they said ahead of time they were going to call hits. But so so he, go, he mows through this rack, one down, one bounces, one down, one down, and they call hit. You know, by the time the RO sees the bounce, processes it in his mind, says, <laughs> Scott has already thought he shot at the last plate, goes back and shoots the one that they called on the bounce. Because about the time that he was looking at that plate, the last plate is when they said hit. So he's like, that one's hit. I need to shoot the second one. Mm-hmm. So he toasts that one and then leaves. So he's technically got a failure to engage right on a plate and we're like <gasps> you know what's gonna happen and it gets all done and they talk about it blah 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 and basically like well you got a hit call you shot another plate we're gonna give it to you all right you know i mean benefit of the doubt and whatnot and mm-hmm. some of us in the back are like dude like that's cool we're not going to say anything, but, like, you are a lucky SOB. Yeah, no kidding. They're like, there's no way you shot. You know, we all know you didn't shoot that plate. But, you know, it's like, hey, man, luck of the draw. That, you know, you know, no harm, no foul. You know, and uh, it was just going to let, we are letting it roll. You know, nobody was upset. It's just everybody knows, like, oh, dude. You, yeah. You got lucky, yeah, dude. Yeah, there, there are those calls in uh, in 3-Gun where, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's not something egregious to... Like stand up and say, right? You know, hey, this is wrong. But right. it's, it's one of those like, I uh, you got the benefit of the doubt on this, right? One, you know, and like and that doubt is going to significantly and like it help you, know, you, or maybe even not so significant. The universe has its ways of balancing that kind of stuff out too. You know, so like if you got lucky there, he's probably going to get unlucky somewhere else. Right, it's right. Just, it's just how it is. There's wind and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were we were fighting a little bit of weather, and and so uh, anyway, I'm gonna let it roll, right? Well, and I'm like, man, you know, and I was, you know, Scott and our buddies, so we're just like, hey, yeah, you know, razzing him a little bit. Gets to be my turn. I go up there shooting an IM choke out of a 24-inch barrel with, um, I had 1,200 feet per second. Anyway, so I was, I wasn't really worried about bouncing plates, but <clears throat> whatever. I get to the last rack, so I get through the first rack, pretty decent. Get through the second rack, pretty decent. Dust the clays, you know, like at that distance, you know, I'm just, I'm going to shoot four shots and think there's a pellet in it, you know, like roll, right. the, roll the dice on that. Get into the last rack. Wham, 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 wham. And I see plates bouncing. <laughs> and like, and like, I just, you know, get like super tunnel vision 
and like I loaded three shells because I dropped one and I shot a couple other ones and and I'm out, you know. So I'm like, I'm not gonna load another shell. Right. Like I was like, I just there's one plate standing. I'm gonna take my chances because I saw bouncing plates. Right. I saw bouncing plates and I saw a shooter get the benefit of the doubt. So I'm like, all right. And they're like, uh, yeah, you get uh, you get unhit on that plate. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, they're like, you didn't you didn't knock that plate over. I was like, what are you talking? There's bouncing plates. I reengaged. I because like I had like three plates right. that I thought I hit, you know, and bounced up or whatnot. They're like, yeah, well that one bounced and you shot that one. They're like breaking it down for me, and I'm like, that's great. I saw bouncing plates. I reengaged some of them. You know, that one's still standing there. Right, you're just gonna sit there all day and play whack a mole. Yeah, so with the plate rack. And so they're like, yeah, well that's uh, that's unhit. And I was like, what are you talking about? You just gave someone else the benefit of the doubt on another plate rack. What's different? Well, he got a hit call. I, 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 I didn't, you know, fury the moment. I, Why weren't they calling hits for you then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they did, you know, um, it, you know, and they may have. I didn't hear it. Mm, okay. You know, so I just assumed they called hit or whatnot, and I just, I just went till I was out, you know. And they're like, nope, nope, that's a miss. And I was like, okay, call a range master. And they're like, ooh. Why? Why do you want to do that? Like, they're like, they're, and they try to re-explain it to me, and I'm like, "That's great, right. call Rob." Well, I mean, I, dude, you've made your call. I'm calling for the range master. That's how this works. Oh, oh okay. And uh, uh, you know, and so I was just like, you know, I'm gonna roll. I'm rolling the dice on this one. Right. You know, like I got nothing to lose. Really? And I know it's going to get to Rob. Rob, Rob Romero and uh, Jason. I'm drawing a blank on Jason's last name. Redheaded guy from Three Gun Nation. Oh, yeah. Shoot. I can place his face. (laughs) I know, right? I just call him Jason. Yeah, Jason. So, like, Rob and Jason. (laughs) Rob and Jason are both doing RM duties. They're kind of on, like, different halves of the range. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Charles Soule's range or is the match director. They're all roaming around, you know, on, in the in the pickup, you know, doing the, the pickup general thing. And uh, and so I'm like, well, you know, call the range master because I know sooner or later it's going to get up to Rob. Mm-hmm. And I know how Rob's going to call it. Rob is going to stand by his ROs unless they left a gap. Right. In in their, you know, in their consistency, mm-hmm. which in this case, I think they did. Right. I'm like, you gave it to that. You gave it to him. You didn't give it to me. We did the same thing. And so I'm like, it's, it's, it's going to get to Rob. I've sat in Rob's RO class. I know how he's going to call. I know how he's going to call this. He's going to stand behind his ROs unless they screwed up. Right. And in my opinion, they screwed up, you know, which part did they screw up? In, in your opinion, in that they didn't have, they didn't call it consistently. Right. They they were like, well, well, we called a hit, but you shot that one, and then the one that you didn't shoot at, you know, blah, 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 you know, there's there's gray there, there's definite gray there. I don't think did anyone you have video at all. Dylan did. Okay. Dylan easily did. And so we called for him. You know, we're moving on to the next stage, and uh, we're packing up our stuff, and 
And one of the guys, he's he's like, he wants to, he pulls me aside, kind of like, oh, come over here by the side of the squad car and let's talk about this. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, wait, this is not how arbitration works. Anything you say, it can't be well used. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know, so I like, I like go along with it just <coughs> enough to find out that that's what he's doing. He's like, I just want to know, like, in your head, what do you think happened? I'm like, no, no, three of you are going to talk to two range masters yep. and, like, I'll get your story straight before you talk to me. Like, yep. So I'm like, no, that's not how this works. Well, And, and for some reason, like, this uh, this happens a lot, and it doesn't even end up being, like, who's correct as far as, like, the right call. Yeah. They just want to save face. Right. Uh, and they want to – so I have several theories on this because yeah. I've heard this from so many competitors, and I, I think that people want to save face with their um, – the other competitors that mm-hmm. they are good ROs, mm-hmm. they want to feel good inside mm-hmm. about themselves, and then they don't want to look bad in front of their air quotes boss, which is the range master, range master right? Yeah, and I and I believe it's, it's human nature. It's not their fault. And I believe all three of these guys because they had traveling ROs mm-hmm. in this one, so it was, we were like four little groups and we were traveling around all the different stages. We had same ROs all day, mm-hmm. and I believe I believe all three of those guys to be well intentioned dudes. Sure, you know. But this guy's like, I just want to know in your head. I'm like, hmm, no. <laughs> no, I've called for the range master. That's what I want. Oh, he's coming. He's coming. And I'm like, dude, this sounds. Was he a police officer? Probably. Because this sounds I don't just know. like. Oh yeah, the that's totally. That's totally. And I love cops, but I, like, I, I know, hung, I know I when they're doing cop stuff. I hung out the uh, whole weekend with Joe Farewell. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I would always uh, question like what he was saying. I'm like, what are you trying? To, what are you getting at? What are you trying to get at? We were just giving him a hard time for being yeah. a being a cop, but it came in handy a couple times too. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, no, that's not how we play. I've called for Ranger. Oh, he's coming. Okay. Then I don't want to talk about this till exactly. he gets here. I go, we go to the next stage and we start planning. Okay. The the pickups arrive. They have in the little, you know, window meeting about it. And it's going longer than normal. Like, there are a bunch of them over there. And it's kind of cold out. And, like, I don't... The day I ever do this on purpose is like the last day that I ever come on the show. But I'm wearing a Three Gun Show jersey sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. You know? So, like, they – I don't know if they've told them who I am yet. But, like, <laughs> as soon as Charles figures out that, that who's in question here, they know I'm going to come on the show and talk about it. That's funny. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, they have their deal. And, and eventually Rob comes over, too. And, and all, all of them talk about it for a long time. And then they call, come over, and, and uh, does anybody have video? And Dylan's like, I have video. And he's like, do you want me to give it to him? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's already there's already three of them trying to corroborate their story. Like, I don't, you know, no. If, they, if they're not consistent in their story, which is why I called in the first place. Right, right. You know, then I win. But they got the video anyway, and they reviewed it. And it turns out there wasn't a hit call at all. Oh, there really? no hit calls. And the one that got left standing, I hit it. It kind of went up and didn't didn't go over center to fall over. Okay. It it went up and came back. And so what's the uh, what is the call on that? That's on you know, on hit. You got to knock it over. Oh okay. You know? Um. So so they're right. So they're like, all right. Well, you're not you're not gonna get. Jason comes up. He's like, you're not gonna get the call because you know according to the video you didn't. They didn't call hit. You did hit it, but it did not fall over. You know, you got the right call. And I'm like, well, that's great, except, and then I kind of said, well, for another competitor, 
they called it differently. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have a problem here. Mm, Well, you you know, I can't really bring what happened to somebody else into this, which is true and is fair. Um, is that fair though? In in this case, you know, because I I would say in this case it was because nobody challenged Scott's thing. You right. can't you can't just bring everybody. You can't just bring everybody in. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no, no. Merits of this case, you know, we're only considering this incident, and in this incident, the right call was made. You don't get the hit. Mm-hmm. And I was prepared to just be salty and never talk about it on the Three Gun Show every day. <laughs> like like I'm like, all right, well, you know what? happens to everybody it's not a big deal like i've got a ton of stages to shoot yet like it's over right i tried i gambled it's over right just let it be you know shoot the next stage and uh but the the trucks don't leave you know they're just kind of hanging out one one of them does one of them goes back to the other side of the range but you know um uh, uh charles hangs out for a little bit and and jason did too for a little while and um you know, who knows what they're talking about. Maybe they're just talking about what their favorite flavor is at Baskin-Robbins or I don't mm-hmm. know what. Um, Mint chocolate chip. Yeah. And then uh, I, oh, out of the corner of my eye doing my walkthrough, I see Scott leaning in talking to Charles. And I'm like, hmm, wonder what they're talking about, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and don't think nothing of it, but I'm like, you know, the past is past. You know, that's the same reason I don't look at practice score. Like, yeah. That's the past. <coughs> All that's left in this match is the stages you haven't shot yet, and here's one that you're going to do in about three minutes. Mm-hmm. So, like, the clock's running on your walkthrough. So I'm trying to just get it out of my head and move on and I'm just like, you know what, you know, I'm biased in this situation. I tried, but it's over. And uh, just before we're getting ready to shoot, Jason comes down, and he's like, hey, get your stuff. You're getting a reshoot. I'm like, what? And like he's like, yeah, stage stage eight, you're gonna get a reshoot. Oh, you're kidding! And I was like, why? He's like, uh, Scott Scott volunteered to reshoot as well because his call was the con- controversial one. He's like, he's like, you know, so both of you get to reshoot. Oh wow! So so in doing it, you know, in 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 the fallout of it, they basically decide, well. That was kind of an iffy call on Scott, blah, blah, blah. So both <laughs> of you both of you get, get a chance to reshoot it. Well, you know, you're, both of you are going to reshoot it. Okay, I'm not turning this down. You know, Scott and I are going over there, and I'm shaking his hand and whatnot. And That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, thanks, dude, you know. And, and he's like, I know I didn't shoot at that plate. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like. He's like, that's bull- that's baloney. What happened to you? Like, you know, let's. He's like, I'll shoot it again. I don't care, you know. And uh, I'm like, thanks, man. You know, and and whatnot. So we go up there, and Scott has Scott has about the same run, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went up and basically basically had the same time without the penalty. Oh, really? Or similar? I was within like a second. Uh huh. So it was a big improvement in the score for me. Sure. But uh Scott Scott lost four seconds. Oh really? I think. Four seconds, which I'm not sure what that does to the hit factor. That's because this is a hit factor match. Right. So he maybe lost two tenths of a hit factor or something like that. 
um, on that stage. Uh, when it was all said and done, Scott got second place to Freilich by, a, I think it was a quarter of a match point. Wasn't it like point oh two? It was basically a split. Right. It was basically a shotgun split. Yep. One pull of the trigger yep. was the difference between them. Scott gave up four seconds on that reshoot, oh. letting me reshoot. Scott lost the match because, wow. he, because he did that for me. Wow. And so we did that, and we go over. For equity sake. Yeah. For for purely, purely out of, he's like, yeah, my call was sketchy. He's like, he's like, it went good for me. It went bad for you. I don't like that. And uh, and um, I asked him afterwards, like, when everybody left. Yeah. It was just me and him. I was like, was that your idea, or did they coax you to do that? He's like, no, I, I, that was my idea. I went over there and asked. I said, he said he went over there and talked with Charles. He said, that's not fair. What happened to Adam because what happened to me? He's like, so he lobbied for a reshoot on his on his own moral code. Huh. And I think that's just a really cool story about the level of, of sportsmanship, you know, at, at the top level in, sure. in our sport. So so it, it was a story I wasn't gonna tell <laughs> until until the second <laughs> chapter and, and now hopefully it's uh it's a heartwarming tale of sportsmanship for, for the patrons. Nice. That is a heartwarming tale of sportsmanship. That's why Scott Green's so hot right now. He is hot right now. I (laughs) hope I hope he crushes it at uh, at Multi Gun Nats and uh, goes on to do well in France. Yeah, I hope he crushes it at at, uh, in France for sure, man. It would be cool to see, um, you know, the the guys that are our contemporaries going and kicking ass on the world stage. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Him and Frey looking Whitesides and you know several other friends of our uh, friends of ours and friends of the show. Stuff like that. Yeah, be a good one. Absolutely. Well, cool, Adam. Thanks for telling your story, man. Here on the Three Gun Show. Oh yeah, thanks for having me on, Dave. Hey, before you take off, be sure to check out the show notes at threegunshow.com/slash/episode one eighty nine for links to things that we discussed in this episode, including a link to sign up for the Aguila Cup, which is June fourteenth through the seventeenth in Decatur, Texas. All you Texans, go check it out. This podcast is brought to you by Armalite, the original. Armalite rifles put the AR in AR-15. The rifles themselves come with 1 and 8 twist barrels, match barrels 18-inch or 13.5-inch with a 15-inch uh, or 12.5-inch handguard. Timney trigger, Luth AR stock, adjustable uh, gas system, tunable comp, a patented tunable comp. This thing's ready to go right out of the box for a 3-gun with no additional modifications other than putting on a nice optic. I myself... Use a Vortex Viper PST 1 to 6 when I'm shooting TAC Ops or their Spitfire when I'm shooting Limited. Check them out at Armalite.com. Quick reminder that if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcast content so you will always get the very latest. Thank you so much for downloading, listening, and subscribing to the show. I'm Dave Hartman, and I'll see you on the range. Unload show clear.